and we are now live what's good everybody and welcome to black talk radio it's your hostess with the mostest kristen ayana back in another week back in another week and i got my lovely co-host with me tonight i'm rachi and we're gonna get into some things tonight is the last episode of the semester some big announcements are going to be made we got it's call me ray in the building so it's gonna be super duper lit um but first let's get into our weekly recap amarachi tell me how was your week uh, this week was really short first of all like okay. i feel like i blinked and it was over because you know we um monday we had that snow day yes and so i cut it God. short like really short and then i think because like i had so much work due this week that mm-hmm. it just went by so fast because i was always busy so i feel like it was really fast and busy but I'm looking forward to tomorrow for a whole ball, but to get dressed, look cute, do, be, beat my face, get lit. Okay. Yeah, I can't <laughs> Sounds wait. Sounds like a, it's going to be a lit night for you. Mm-hmm. Well, how was your week? My week was chill, you know, regular, same old, on a grind. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with this mic. Um, but yeah, my week was chill, just trying to finish the semester. Mm-hmm. But, um... Let's get into our topics tonight. Yeah. So, first things first, um, I did tweet and post on Instagram. For those of you who gave me topic suggestions, I did actually use them in the script tonight. So, mm-hmm. shout out to y'all. Um, but first things first, Bad Baby addressing uh, a black woman, uh, accusing her of culture appropriation because she got braids. So, for those of you who don't know, Bad Baby basically got box braids and you know a lot of people were commenting on her Instagram like hey this is cultural appropriation like this is wrong you can't do this and she basically responded and said that it's not cultural appropriation because she got um, box braids and that you know what she and I quote to all the black females that are saying my hair ain't meant for box box braids guess the f what Y'all hair ain't meant to be straight, she wrote. But y'all get um, whole wigs onto your heads and so wins Brazilian, Indian, Peruvian hair, which is anything like y'all real hair texture. So basically her logic is that, you know, if black women can get extensions, then so can white people. But like, she was missing or braids, concept. I guess, uh, braids mm-hmm. per se. But like, that's not. Here's a thing though, like, she doesn't even under like explaining this to her why it's wrong is over her head she is dumb she's not going to understand she's ignorant she doesn't want to understand which is fair and i feel like she was already she's already in the mindset that she's Mm -hmm. one of us that it doesn't matter what she what she does like she thinks that she's probably i have a feeling that her environment is a bunch of other black people who have taught her it doesn't matter oh like yeah you're one of us oh she's like she's black she's invited to the cookout she can wear braids right and so she doesn't like and so when we come at her she's like in the mindset like oh you guys are attacking me and she doesn't even know what cultural appropriation is she doesn't care she doesn't understand that black women wear their hair straight at first the reason why we wear our our hair straight was to assimilate because white people wouldn't even let us wear our hair natural right like slave women were forced to cover their hair they didn't want us to um have our natural hair out Mm -hmm. and so and if you weren't gonna cover your hair you were gonna straighten your hair so she doesn't understand the history of that and now it's just a protective style some people permanently straighten their hair. Some people just wear wigs, weaves, whatever. And she doesn't understand the history. So she sounds ignorant. 
in her she's just stealing someone else's style that's what it is she has no protective styling she needs to do she's copying what we used to do to a protective style yeah i also just feel like she just doesn't understand and mm -hmm. i feel like she's also 16 years old like she's what? a baby who is letting her be relevant who's listening to her music like that's my question like why like why are people fans of hers like what is she offering besides just like toxic like behavior I mean, I don't really know the kids like anything these days, so, you know. Like, we're just making anyone famous. Like, it's really sad. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, I think that she definitely needs media training, mm -hmm. um, aside from this. I feel like if you're going to be, you know, she makes music, she has, like, a TV show, and I feel like if you're going to be having that, then there's definitely media training that needs to be had. Exactly. Um, just so we can better, you know, control ourselves and how we react to things. Mm -hmm. And even the way she said, for you black females, like, that sounds so derogatory, <laughs> Tori. Like, yeah. who are you talking to? Yeah, Listen, no. Like, and I feel like black people are part of your fan base. Well, apparently they are. Mm -hmm. And you're... Maybe black girls are part I of your fan really base. I don't know anybody that really me like, neither listens to her, but that's not my age. Group. Yeah, like, but you know? exactly. I have a feeling it's a younger teens or kids. But so. you just can't say black females and then come for us like that. Like, mm -mm. Mm. yes, I'm about to vlog this uh, episode uh, for those of you who don't know it's vlogmas so i've been doing a lot of vlogs for my youtube um my youtube is kristen ayana make sure y'all you know subscribe and watch my vlogs and yeah it's gonna be a lit christmas are you ready for christmas i'm um i have two dollars so i don't know how <laughs> i'm supposed to get everyone gifts not two dollars okay i don't have two dollars but i definitely do not have enough to get everyone gifts the thing is, I will be working during Christmas break, but it'll mm -hmm. be cutting it, like, by the time I get paid, it'll be, like, what am I going to buy everyone's gifts so that they come on time? So, I don't know. Mm, well, good luck. You better find some sales. Mm -hmm. Everyone, I'm, I'm getting your gifts from Five Below. Honestly, <laughs> Five Below has good stuff. If you really look, you can they buy some good stuff. They sell clothes at Five Below. Yeah, but, uh, who's going to buy, I mean, whatever. Like t-shirts. Okay. I Listen, Actually, I have a pair of socks from there. I'll get clothes from anywhere. If it's cute. If it's cute. Mm -hmm. And the quality is decent. Okay? Right, right. It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Now, moving on to our next topic. Demetrius Harmon has been getting a lot of backlash um, due to his latest tweet that he tweeted um, a couple days ago. I'm going to read the tweet for you guys who don't know the story. He's, and for those of you who don't know, Demetrius, oh, he basically has he a clothing um, line for people that struggle with mental illness. He sells, mm -hmm. you know, products, things of that nature. Okay. So he tweeted, for those who have self-harmed and couldn't afford a hoodie, keep going strong for 40% off. Keep going strong is the code. Um, I hope the message, I feel weak, but I know I'm strong on the wrist, covers your scars. With beautiful reminders of how far you've come, I'm proud of you and you should be proud of yourself. Now, he's receiving backlash because it, people are saying, like, this tweet was very distasteful for people with mental illness. Um, you know, people are saying, like, basically he's saying, okay, if you're depressed, like, I'm sorry to hear that, but here's 40% off a hoodie. 
So then there's other people saying like Demetrius has done like so much for mental people with mental illness to feel safe and like they have a community. I understand both spectrums. I think his I think I see his vision, but I think that his execution and his delivery is incorrect. Yeah, I don't think he meant any harm. I think it just it was just worded badly. Yeah, and he did apologize. Um and you know, he did address the fact that his wording was off, but like yeah. yeah, I mean, like, maybe he needs a team to help him with his he business needs, side of things. Uh, like, media, like mm-hmm. media team or something. Yeah, because he's getting big to the point where, like, he, that kind of thing can, mm-hmm. you know, any, any type of mistake can, you know, ruin his business. So, like, I don't know. I feel like he, I think he meant well. Like, he honestly does care. Like, he he's a genuine, I, I don't know him personally, but, like, I feel like he seems like a genuine person. Okay, that's fair. So, I don't think he means to, you know make money off of mental illness or anything but right i feel like this is just a mistake mm-hmm. um so our next topic kamala harris drops out the race Ooh. oh kamala harris yeah so basically for those of you who don't know um kamala harris um she dropped out the race and he, she dropped out the race and basically you know she said that she couldn't do it anymore because she lacked funding so hmm, here's my thoughts right i understand that she lacked funding people are saying like oh she's a black woman like you know we should be rooting for her but i feel like the things that she has the things that she has done the things that she has done, I don't really know. Just because she's a black woman, that means she needs to be in office. Um, our guest just got in the building. He's calling me. So, Amarachi, what are your thoughts on Kamala Harris and her um, dropping out? Hmm. Honestly, I feel like at first I had a lot of hope for her just because... Um, I don't know i just i i really like what she does like in this as part of the senate but you really like what she does that's before i was woke <laughs> but now <laughs> after it was mostly because like listen i just read this book about obama how he won a lot of votes just because of the fact that he was black and that's kind of like the same thing when i saw kamala Harris. yeah i feel like yeah um, i saw this tweet a, a couple hours ago and it was basically talking about how like a lot of people are race politically mm-hmm. driven. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And, and that's why I had ho- hopes for her or, like, got happy when I saw that she was running. But I feel like we can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, as black people, I feel like the, the we're at too much of a stake right now because to vote for someone just, just because they're, they're black. black. Mm-hmm. Like, it was cute when Obama was around. We were all, like, younger, to be fair. So it was like, mm-hmm. oh, But I feel like... <laughs> I, like I love black people and I support my race, but I'm not just voting for you because you're, you're black. black. Like you need to bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. And also, I just she kind of did some stuff. That yeah, I and with. so after I learned about all the problematic, you know, stuff that she used to do, then mm-hmm. I didn't really care. So, <laughs> I, the, also the, another thing that kind of disappointed me with uh, Camilla was her delivery and a lot of the debates. I feel like she focused so heavily on like attacking Trump and like what he had to say that it was like okay but what do you stand for Mm -hmm. and what are you bringing to the plate and now you have people looking at you like you're the angry black woman which sucks but it's like I feel like she should have evenly 
balanced out, you know, attacking Trump in the debate and the other opponent opponents as well as like telling us what her views actually are. Mm-hmm. Did you see what she tweeted though to Trump? Yeah, see you in court. <laughs> You're going to jail. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> so that should be interesting. Um, this impeachment story. Listen, I work for NJTV News, so like when um, the lady made the announcement, like we are going to be investigating, you know, this impeachment process. When she made the announcement, like it was so crazy. We really had to like change our whole um, story for that night for the live broadcast. Mm-hmm. So hmm, we'll see how that goes. But in other non-political news, um, Cardi B says that Offset's phone was hacked. Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so let me give y'all the backstory. Jade, who was dating Takashi, haven't talked about Takashi in a minute. Y'all know I love up in y'all on his life but <laughs> anyway she's dating Takashi and you know before that Cardi B allegedly ordered an attack on her in August of 2018 because she slept with Offset now mind you I just want to say when Nicki Minaj went on Queen Radio and she was saying that Cardi B was you know getting people attacked for sleeping with Offset mm-hmm. everybody was like Nicki Minaj was delusional mm-hmm. but yes, here are the car facts mm-hmm. so <laughs> Basically, Cardi B, you know, I mean, Offset DM'd uh, Jade, which is Takashi's girlfriend, and was like, I miss you for real. Yeah. Then Jade posted it and was basically like, at Cardi B, you know, how do you have an open criminal case on me? And like, why is Offset writing me? Like, that's just mad disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Then Cardi B posts this video like, oh, we just woke up. She shows like some lady like trying to be on the computer and looking at like why Offset is hacked and all this stuff and then there was some other tweets that were posted like oh I'm gay and all this stuff and I just feel like if you're gonna fake that you're hacked number yeah, one yeah for real mm-hmm. number one why do you have to tweet that you're gay like can exactly. you do something else mm-hmm. like something else like I don't I feel like it's fake I feel like um she needs to let this man go she's not she not She's not. She definitely not. She will not. Not I at all. I don't understand. Like, it was even interesting because, like, Amore Jada, well, she don't go by that anymore. She just goes by Jada Chavez, which is uh, Lil Baby's girlfriend. She, like, had the same issue because she was basically saying, like, to be honest, like, baby chewed on me, but I still stayed. But I don't know why she stayed. Mm-hmm. Because, like, they're not. I money. Mean, but she has money. She's always had money. Wait, wait, disclaimer. Like, I. I follow I've been following this girl since she was like in middle school like her parents are well off like she opened her own business in high school she graduated high school early to start her business like granted I don't think it's the best business now she has some issues she was selling hair at one point she was selling clothes she did like multiple things Mm -hmm. but she's always had a bag like not baby money I mean not baby money that's fair but I don't know. I don't know why people stay with people that you don't know. That's a security blanket. The business business like can fall through. But I feel like her like her people got money, you know. I just hate the fact that Cardi B raps about, oh, I'm a bad bitch. Oh, he's gonna leave me. Look at you're staying with a man who is cheating on you. Like, come on, like. You hate uh, to see it. Like, <laughs> I don't really listen. I'm like, I'm a Nicki Minaj fan. So like, me too. I, don't care, I don't care about Cardi B. But. I'm up and down with her. <laughs> up and down. <laughs> truthfully like she she just like 
she says some real stuff sometimes, but then sometimes right. she's just off the wall. So it's just like it's a hit or miss with me, personally. Yeah, she be wildin'. Um, but in other news, uh, according to CNN, a woman is sentenced to nearly two years in prison for lying on her resume to land a job paying at 185k <laughs> a year. Um, you know, this happened in Australia, um, and she's going to be facing time in jail for holds, um, convicted of deception, dishonesty, dishonesty, and abuse of public office. Wow, that's crazy, because I've definitely lied on my resume before. People do it all the time. Uh, moral <laughs> story, y'all better stop that shit. I be saying I know Spanish. That's that. exactly, exactly. <laughs> you never, you, you don't tell them you know Spanish. Bro, you have to let no. them know. You get like five extra points for that. You ain't know that. Like a media person, and I don't, I don't, I don't not be beat because there's some companies that really would be like, oh, you know Spanish, and you'd be like, yeah, and then I'm in Telemundo. Uh, the Telemundo <laughs> network. And, and now I gotta do like I'm fucked. <laughs> like nah, I'm not taking Bro, that risk. That'd be so funny. <laughs> Honestly, like, I'm not saying you can't, you know, do a little razzle-dazzle mm-hmm. on your resume, but, <laughs> but apparently... That's a little razzle. That ain't even a razzle-dazzle. That's just razzle. Mm-hmm. When you say I know Spanish, that's just razzle I by itself. I know Spanish I know. I just said exactly. I, I said I know I Spanish. I, Bro, I, didn't, I didn't say I know. When I was the in, basics. When I was in Spain, I kid you not, I was using Google Translate every single day. I was there for two weeks this past summer. Bro, that shit... And I feel like everyone lied to me. I mean, I should have known, but everyone was like... You're gonna be in Madrid, like you know, people are gonna speak English, bro. No, down <laughs> nah, they, they lied. Food, like, they lied. I was really like typing it in and like showing the waiter, like this is what I want. Like when I finally, when I finally like, when I would go up to speak and I'd be like, I'd like English, and they was like, see, yes, I speak English. I used to be so happy, like <laughs> I felt so empowered, uh, like <laughs> like you did it. It's you. Like, it's <laughs> another yeah. person. I'm not alone. <laughs> Nah, but that was a really great experience. So, what have we learned from our topics tonight? Mm, don't lie on your resume. Don't you're gonna go, you're gonna go to jail. Um, Apparently. If your husband's cheating on you, just tell him to do it privately type shit, I guess. Or be discreet. Nah, be discreet. Um, if you're gonna sell hoodies for people dealing with mental illness and you wanna promote and do a sale, word it better. I missed that. I. Mm. Yeah. Mental illness hoodie. Um, Demetrius. They, they got a discount on it or something. If you have mental illness, you get a discount off or something. Yeah, that's kind of what he said. What he said. It was kind of. Oh, crazy. he's wild. And that's. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. And <laughs> in conclusion, white people can't wear box braids. So. Alright. We're gonna go to a quick music break, and we come back. We're gonna start our interview with it's called me Ray. So yes, yeah, like talk radio. <laughs> I used to link with every Monday Then I'm missing her from Tuesday to Sunday Feeling crazy, baby, this ain't what I'm used to All my pimp shit, moving how a pimp move Shorty throwing me off and I don't like that Try to cover my feelings, but I can't fight that And every second you leave, I want you right back I guess it is what it is, I gotta handle my biz and try to wipe that I don't scrum, she got me doing the dishes Anything she want, I'm doing it for some kisses Niggas keep bitching, saying I'm slipping Think that I'm lying, baby 
baby, just listen I'm on a mission, little baby, I can't deny that And can you give me your heart? I give you mine back Not even the type of nigga that's getting sidetracked But I'ma give you the real, no, you ain't had that I'm from, little baby, don't you see it? When I get a world, oh mama, please believe it Ain't gonna run a game, ain't gonna lie to you, baby I'm a real one, I just wanna ride for you Cause I'm down for you I hold it down for you Ay. Cause I'm sprung off you Yes, I'm sprung off you I'm sprung off you All I want is you It's free Singing since younger, like Neo stuff like that. I was really into Neo from like <laughs> a very long time. Like 
like the whole everything like but that's really when it started probably like around nine or ten just singing just because i used to make little facebook videos too of me singing but then there was a point in time where i actually stopped because like i'm real heavy in sports like i'm a college i was a college basketball player and stuff like that so i was really into that but i picked it up again because i just enjoy it so much like writing and singing and things like that Okay, so it's kind of like a toss-up because, like sonically, like the way the way cozy sounds on my, um, I think that's the best sonically, like the way it sounds, how it's produced, and things like that. I think it's a really good, like a really good song in general. But at the rate that I'm sprung is going, I enjoy I'm sprung and that too. And then on another hand, close friends is just something that. Me and my um, cousin slash manager slash comedian uh, came up with, and it was something that we came together for. And they're all they're all unique in their own way, so it's like a three way tie between those three. Okay, okay. So, do you have you know any upcoming projects or anything of that nature? What have you been working on? The last time uh, I was with you, performed that for the culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um. I am working on a project. I've been taking my steady time with it. Uh, it's called Dangerous. The Dangerous Tape. Um, it's like my baby. I, I, I'm just, I've been pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back because I just want it to be right. Track length, what songs are going on there, just things like that. I just want it to be good so that people understand like, okay, he's serious. Like, okay, he wants to sing. He wants to he he has different ranges and different pockets and things like that. So it's coming together. It's damn near done. It's just it's just a couple of things I'm tweaking out. A couple of songs got to be mixed and mastered, so it'll be okay. I'm hoping in January. Okay. Hoping. Exactly. It's for the people. <laughs> Give them what they want. So can you talk about? You mentioned the song "I'm Sprung." So can you talk a little bit about that? Give us a little background. What was the motive behind that? How did you come up with that? Um, basically, I'm big on like samples. Mm-hmm. Like I love samples in general, whether if it's from the '90s to early 2000s to even stuff from right now. Like I'm big on stuff like that. If there's a particular song that I like, if I can find a sample for it, I try to it into my music and just do it my own little way right. like my topics are different things like that and when i'm sprung i found that beat and i'm just like oh this is good and i didn't want to make it too lengthy or nothing like that to make it sound like the way t-pain did it but i still wanted it to do it my way right. so i added i just added you know my lyrics and my little flavor on it and you know and made it sound good own. yeah making my own exactly Absolutely, because, like, you need to understand, I'm a, I'm big on, like, paying homage to those before me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not one of those people that act like all this is just going to come from me and mm-hmm. it's just going to be, at the end of the day, you're going to respect me. Like, nah, you got to understand, like, the people before me, they've done it bigger and better and <laughs> in a way that people don't forget. Like, people don't forget So Sick by Neo. People don't forget... Yeah. I'm sprung by T-Pain. People don't forget. Like, I could go on and on about certain things. Like, people don't forget those songs. 
So when you work on samples, you have to remember, like, you got to put the time in as they did when they made the original, like, right. and in making it your own, mm -hmm. yeah, you know. Sure. Uh, right before we went on, hey, I was telling you about uh, Eric Bellinger, like, it's Eric Bellinger, Tori, and Bryson, and they're all different, like, I feel like all their writing processes are different. Number one would be Eric Bellinger, because I feel like me and him sing about similar things, <laughs> like, as far as in his projects, like Cup and Season 2, Cup and Season 3, things like that, like, we sing about those particular, um, those particular topics and subjects, and with Tori, um the sample king probably yeah. one of the he's a sample king mm -hmm. so what do you think of chick stage uh, five it's good but it could have been better thank you for anyone listening that disagrees um i agree i just want to say that like four and three was so good and i feel like five was like the marketing impeccable great but i feel like the delivery but I know why. But we we have to understand that we know why. It's because the stuff he wanted to do, mm -hmm. the 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 hell he had to go through. Like you gotta understand, yeah. he had to go through humps and hurdles just to get whoever to be on it, get the label to whatever, so get the producer and the label to it agree. To, and money had to be spent, and things had to get cut. I, there was more songs, I'm sure, or even better songs that he wanted to put on there. But he had to make it fit for what was able to be done. But not for nothing, Chick Tape 3 is, th th that's it. Yeah. That's it right there. Like, and 4 is no slouch next to it. Like, they're, right. they're, two, they're neck and neck. Like, I can't really pick between the two. But 5, it's not bad at all. It's not, but I just feel it's, like... It was underwhelming for me. More. It's still good, though. You wanted more. Yeah. yeah. You gotta play the game, though. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta... At this, at the same time, he could have just put it on, um, Spinrilla or something. I feel like if he, do you guys think if he just did it as a mixtape that like it would have been better? One hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. I agree. One hundred percent. I always feel like I always feel like artists' mixtapes are like be better than their albums sometimes. And he's the perfect example of that. Because I feel like with mixtapes and stuff, it's like it's more freeing. You're not really too much worried about the structure, the financial, the, the legal stuff. I feel like with an album, it has to be very. There's de there's deadlines. There's there's budgets to meet. There's expenses to everything. That's the thing. Like when I know when, well I don't know, but I like to think that I know when he was making them chick tapes. Mm -hmm. It was him just being him. Right. Him and Play Picasso and things like that. They just did whatever they made some stuff and they put it on Spinrilla and called it a day because I'm sure that's how he did it for two three and four and but this one is different you're promoting it you're yeah. marketing it things like that so four came out it was still like early Tory like you know like people knew about him but it wasn't like as big as how he was mm -hmm. now marketing was great love that but I didn't like the merch I didn't see the merch yeah it was you could you spray on I didn't see it. <laughs> it said take day five and spray on. You could do that yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? So And I'm sure it was overpriced. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, like thirty five, forty for a spray on hoodie. Like spray. 
you could do all, I don't know about y'all, but I'm poor. Broke college mm-hmm. until uh, May 2021. So. You and me both. <laughs> trying to get to it. It's, it's, it's a crazy world out here, let me tell you. So, what are some of your goals for, you know, the new year? It's 2020. They could be, like, musically. They could be other goals? Uh, shit, we just gonna, I guess we could just keep it musically for the most part. I mean, um, I am in college, so I just like to move forward and get in my degree. Um, also, in music, my biggest thing was just becoming more uh, known, per se, just getting my name out there more. Doing more uh, showcases and shows and events and things like that. Like, I'm my biggest thing right i was talking this over with my people and things like that i was trying to go on like a college court tour down this coast you know something like that just like because i know in the spring they hold a lot of events and a lot of shows and things like that i'm trying to look up certain schools like maybe along the line and just trying to figure out you know you open up for because you know they have a lot of people that open up for the big artists that they have See, so you think? See, we we'll talk exactly. I don't like to give out all my gems. <laughs> hey, that's fine. Your secret is safe for me. I promise. Don't even worry about it. But um, yeah, that's a big thing for me. Like I really, I was really, like, emphatic with that. Like, trying to push for that. And once I think the pieces were aligned for that to happen, and um, another thing is just yeah, like I said, grow my fan base and drop this project. I feel like this project will change will not change because i feel like people people uh like mess with me now like they right. they not, like i didn't want to like curse or nothing like that i didn't want to go too crazy I mean, but all right so i wanted people to fuck with me now you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so i wanted people to fuck, like people do fuck with me now but at the same time i feel like after dangerous drops they'll fuck with me even more right. and then it'll make them tell a friend to tell a friend right. to tell a friend so that's that's my biggest thing for them for musically and um yeah, I feel like somebody gonna hear me at the end of the day. I like, <laughs> yeah, like somebody's gonna hear me at the end of the day. Like this, I'm sprung shit. It's it's. I honestly, <laughs> I like. I think I like it better than the Tory one. Because and I feel like I'm used to it because I feel like I heard yours before I heard the Tory one. So like when the Tory one come on, like sometimes then I you're comparing catching, it. I be catching myself singing yours. Mm-hmm. But here's my thing, like. <laughs> I told I tell everybody who liked that the other song I said look the only part that got me is probably that bridge right there where he'd be like uh, I can't let you go without me so they got me oh, that's, yeah, that's that shit hard. is hard yeah. like I sing that probably every day so yeah, it's hard. like but for me like I think personally that my song as a whole is better because it's shorter like shorter and yeah, it's not like too strung too out it's not too strung yeah, out I feel like for a sample like this like we yeah. don't need like all that the, all of that was just like too much going on yeah like even at the end of the song he had something after that so it's like Mm -hmm. i think mine is just it just got to the point and it's more of like you know this it it's ready this is what i did i hope y'all enjoy it that's it yeah for real that's true so what is your favorite thing about you know your music career and making music the process the process is always the most stressful wonderful ugly beautiful thing you will ever endeavor all the time because you got people you you if you're me being an artist I, I never usually go alone because i like when people are honest with me this young lady right here who's holding the phone she comes Hi, what's your name? <laughs> yeah she comes with me my manager over there he comes with me like um i bring them mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. for certain things because if there's something that I feel iffy about mm-hmm. or if there's something that, okay, we did it, but doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and when I'm sprung, he was there. Right. We went over it. I did it in different pitches. I did it in different tones. I did it in different uh, paces and everything. Mm-hmm. And then we kept going until we got it right. So I think the process is always good because, and to have people around you that keep it up thousand with you a hundred all times right. is always good too because i don't want them to just be like yo that yeah, shit fire because of your friends you know? yeah like and i always yeah. i tell them yo just tell me what it is if like it's don't ads, i'm like that too if it's ads, it's, tell me it's ads. that's that's what i'm saying i don't want you to sit here and tell me it's good mm-hmm. and then i put it out and, and everybody like, telling me it's so ads, so. and i'm like yo you supposed <laughs> to be my man like you supposed to hold me down like i'd rather, like, I'd rather y'all tell me it's ass be the address that it's ass we fix it we fix it and that's that mm-hmm. and the whole world telling me i'm ass Exactly, cause, cause now you got me out here. You got the you got the world telling me I'm ass, <laughs> just because you ain't want to hurt my feelings. Right. Like you, y'all can hurt my feelings. We like good. My feelings really hurt. Yeah, big hurt. Like, big hurt. Exactly. Nah, for sure. That's good. That's good. I really think you know your process is super important. And a support system as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause you gotta understand when you step into this world of entertainment mm-hmm. and like. You're not exactly making any revenue off of it at the moment. So a lot of niggas looking at you like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, I like, that. and that's why, like, uh, what I do, I'm so big on, like, underground artists because, like, I just feel like everybody got to start from somewhere. Uh-huh. And that's what I'm trying to do. That's why I was, when you offered me this opportunity, I said, yeah, absolutely, yes, <laughs> yes, I'm, I will be there. I don't care how I got here. Mm-hmm. I'll be here because this is the first time like people want to sit down with me. I've never, you know what I mean, had that luxury or opportunity itself to just sit here and talk about my future endeavors and myself and introducing right. who I am as an individual. Yeah, because I feel like I fell into that, you know, that not known, not many known stereotype. Maybe it's between, like, athletes, they know. Like, because, you know, there's certain athletes that play a sport. And then if the sport, like, they lost the love for the sport. And then now they now they here yeah. making music. You know what I'm saying? Like, I told them at first that was my biggest thing because I was afraid of. That's how people looked at me. Oh, he trying music because now the athletic side wasn't going the way he wanted it to go. Um, currently, no, I don't. I've just been going to school, trying to, like, uh, handle everything, like, as far as, like, my personal life, just mm-hmm. get that in check and get intact, and, um, focus a little more on the music, because, like, you gotta understand, you can't, well, you could, you could try to do both, but at the same time, if you really want to go for something, you, go. you gotta do it, like, you gotta, you can't half-ass this shit, because then you're gonna get a half-ass result, that's just the natural way of life, that's how shit goes in anything, mm-hmm. and I, and I realized that. And um, it it was hard. I'm not gonna lie. I still get mad to this day sometimes. Like, like damn, I want to play basketball. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I to be honest, before I came here, like before I was getting ready to come in, things like that, I was in the gym playing basketball. Like, it's a it's another getaway for me. Right. You know what I mean? I have fun out there, but I also have fun making music. So the love is the same, but I had to sacrifice one, so the dreams for this could happen. So. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. 
I'm also big on like what is for you is gonna be for you and to a certain extent you don't really create your path like your life is kind of preset by God in my opinion so I feel like you just like he like you're called to do the work and like what you may think is your path is not your path but that's okay because in the end you'll still get to where you need to be that was very spiritual I felt that do we not feel behind Beyonce in the room? Yeah, I feel it. <laughs> yeah, I know. God, I know. God, <laughs> yeah, she said. <laughs> God really be working. Okay, listen. Mm, he be. Now he cooking up something. That's really something. my dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, y'all go way back, huh? Mm. Since 98, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, so you mentioned that you're also in school, so what is like the typical day like for you? Do you have a busy schedule? When do you find time to be in the studio? I get in the studio whenever I have the time to get in there. Like, it, not to say that I'm busy, but it's like, for me, I try to fit everything in. Even if I don't go to the studio, I try to write. Okay. I could be on the way somewhere sitting in class writing <laughs> like it's like uh, yeah like because you once you hear something or you hear something like, you don't want to forget it you got to hold on to it mm-hmm. yeah so like i'm doing i'm in that stage right now where like just stuff be coming to you stuff be coming to me and i'm just like oh yeah i gotta write that down all of my notes like i have over 200 and something notes in my phone like and it's overcrowded because the icloud message keep popping up <laughs> And I'm not buying no more space. Oh I'm not doing it. One's doing that. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. With each phone, give us more space. That's what I'm saying. I got a ten. Like my ten should have like room. It should be comfy. I'm walking around with a six S. Like come on. Like dead ass, yo. I'm so mad because my ass. I freaking bought ten dollars <laughs> worth of iCloud, and I don't really. No, know you didn't. They got you, girl. Wow. And I don't they even know you. if it's working for real. Damn, they got you. They really did. I was so mad because I think I was trying to do something. <laughs> like, like, I was trying to get an old video from my phone, but, like, it wasn't working because, like, my iCloud service was full, and I was so nervous. I was like, fuck it. You know, I'm just going to buy it. Now look at me, wasting money. But I'm going to take that shit off because they just charged me again this month for $10. I'm not paying that. I can't believe you paid $10 for space. Yeah, it was pretty dumb of me. Virtual space. <laughs> um, another lesson that we learned tonight: do not buy iCloud uh, space. Thank you very much. It's a trap. It definitely is. <laughs> so we're about to come to a close, but mm-hmm. if you could leave the listeners with one thing about you, what would it be? I'm coming for y'all. You know what I mean? Like Period. I um, y'all might not know me now, but give it a little time. We gonna get there. Also. There's um I don't know if I could do this. I don't want to sound corny, but I'm gonna do it. Like I just want to like there's certain like I have friends who are certain artists as well. Mm-hmm. So I just like to shout out um my friend uh Malk. He's an artist. He's a rapper on up and coming who just released his project uh for motivation will use only. Mm-hmm. Pretty dope project. I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna send a link over to you. It's really short, but it's short, but it's it's concise. it's concise and packaged in. So like it's it's a good project. Um I also like to shout out my friend Swave. He's an artist as well. He's he's working. It's a process for him, but he's learning and it's really coming together for him. And it's it's good to see, honestly. And um, yeah, call me when he's coming for y'all. I hope y'all ready. Dangerous dropping soon, January. Look forward to it. I really appreciate you guys having me. And uh, yeah.
Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank y'all for tuning in. This is our last episode of the semester. Oh, I'm special. I'm special. Y'all didn't tell me that. Oh. And this is um actually gonna be my last show in Jersey because for those of you who don't know, next semester I will be in LA. So I'll be doing Black Talk Radio but LA edition. Nice. So we're gonna get some LA artists in the building, you know. I'm excited. I'm excited to see who I bring in. I'm excited to see the talent. I'm still working on getting in the studio, but everything will come together and I will catch y'all on the West Coast. So thank y'all for tuning in. It's been a great semester. Hope everyone has a good break and we are out. <laughs>